He started something in the morning and it had to do with settlement and sonship. That we can never really have settlement unless we have sonship and daughterhood. It's so strange. So the Bible said in the book of Obadiah, verse 21, it said that upon Mount Zion, it said, and saviors shall come up on Mount Zion to judge the Mount of Esau. Saviors will come up on Mount Zion to judge the Mount of Esau. Saviors will come up on Mount Zion to judge the Mount of Esau. You know what, ladies and gentlemen? The world has got its own mount, and they call that mount the Mount of Esau, or the Mount of the Edomites. That is the world. And you and I belong to Mount Zion. But the only way Mount Zion can be settled and we can exercise dominion if, if there are saviors on Mount Zion. And I told you that in 2023, our theme for 2023 is going to be saviors. Saviors. That saviors or rulers or judges will come up on Mount Zion. And so, the whole of 2023, by the grace of God, if Jesus tarries, we are going to be speaking on the theme of saviors. And by the saviors, we are talking about leadership. And we will concentrate on leadership throughout 2023. Because, you see, the kind of leadership you have will always determine the kind of people you will be. And then in 2024, God willing, our theme will be satisfaction. Satisfaction. So, the thing is lined up. The thing is lined up from the jubilee to the explosion to the settlement to the saviors and to satisfaction. That is the way the thing is. So I'm looking at a three-year stretch or let me call it a five-year stretch beginning from the time of the jubilee into the time of explosion and now we are sitting on settlement the explosion led us into the settlement. But you know what? Anytime you settle down, but you don't get saviors on Mount Zion, that means if you don't get proper leadership, the whole thing will collapse. That is why we have to talk about the saviors. Because you know, anytime they settle down and they were like they are taking the land, then the foreign nations, the Assyrians and the Babylonians and, and, and the Edomites and others will come and attack them. So they needed saviors who will, be, who will ensure that they continue to settle. And, that, and when you have a settlement and you have the saviors or the effective leaders, then everybody can have satisfaction and contentment. So let's look at what he said. And saviors shall come up on Mount Zion and the satisfaction is this. The kingdom shall be the Lord's. How can the kingdom be in the Lord's? How is that connected to the, 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 the saviors? When we get to 2024, I will tell you. But to give you a little understanding because of your nature, let's start with, after this manner, therefore pray, our Father, which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. That will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That is part of satisfaction. Give us this day our daily bread. That is part of our satisfaction. Lead us not into temptation. Forgive us our debts. That is part of satisfaction. And deliver us from evil. And then he said, for thine is the kingdom. And the power and the glory forever and ever. 
but it starts from our Father which art in heaven. And he said, give us this day our daily bread. And it goes on. And that is because the kingdom of God is not drink and meat and drink, but righteousness and joy and peace in the Holy Ghost. And I pray in the name of Jesus that you will not only settle down, but you will have satisfaction in 2024. And watch this. There are three S's. SSS. That is the real SSS. The one we have in Ghana now is not the SSS. Yours is going to be the SSS. And I'm praying to God that by the end of 2024, you are going to be settled and be glad. Look at that. Settlement and sonship. And you see that dad is looking at the son and saying, son, you better learn your papa's business. Learn your papa's job. Learn your papa's job. Learn your papa's business. And I, I, I'm believing God. I'm believing God. Your life will be blessed. So settlement. 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 Settlement is only possible when we have sons and daughters. Our ability to grow into sonship is very important. Because you see, I was worshiping the Lord and worshiping the Lord. And I saw trees being planted. That tree was planted. Mango tree. And then guava tree. And then purple tree. And all the trees, they just kept appearing. And every one of them appeared. And as they appeared, they seemed to be saying, we have added something to the earth. Now my question to you is that, since you were born, what have you added to your family? Many of you have rather taken away and up till now, you are still taking. You've added nothing. Saviors will come up on Mount Zion. And in the morning we came and prayer warrant number one was a whole lecture. I taught for two hours on prayer warrant number one. Two hours. That resolved to be part of the move of God today that is being raised as, an, as a global army of believers to establish the kingdom of God. Prayer warrant number two. Expect and declare the manifestation of the sons and the daughters of God in these last days. We must travel in prayer, warfare, and declaration for the sons and the daughters of God to be manifested. You read Romans chapter 8 and the verse number 19, and it said the earnest expectation of the creature awaited the manifestation of the sons of God. The endless expectation of the creature waited for the apocalypsos. That word manifestation there is the word apocalypsos. And apocalypsos means to uncover, to remove the cover. It means a revealing. It means a showing forth. It means to render naked. It means something that is covered and you remove the lid so that the thing can be seen. It means to uncover something. It means to render something naked. Now, the Bible is saying the endless expectation of the creature awaited the manifestation of the sons of God. That means that every one of us, you are waiting for the day when you will be shown forth to the world, when the whole world will see you. And the whole world is waiting for somebody to be manifested. And I'm just asking you a question. Since you came to the world, what have you added? The Bible said we are the salt of the earth. We are the light of the world. If you come here right now, you look at this light. This one is adding something. This one is adding something. This one is adding something. That one there is dead. If you want, you lift up your hands. You will see that one of the, one of the bulbs is dead. 
Are you these three? Or you are that last one? This one is hanging there, but the truth is, it's contributing nothing. Contributing nothing. It's contributing no light. It's just there. And many church members are like that. Many family members are like that. And many people are like that. They are in the world, they are part of the family. But they add nothing. They are just hanging there. But the earnest expectation of the creature, with the manifestation of the sons of God, the apocalypse, apocalypse of the sons of God, uncovering of the sons of God. Every one of us, he said, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. Now, whenever you plant a tree, the aim of the tree is to add something to the world. My question is, when God planted you in the world, what was he expecting? And what God was expecting, what have you really added? So, let's come to Borga Tanga. Since you were born in Borga, what have you added to Borga? Let's talk about Fountain Gate Chapel. What will Fountain Gate Chapel remember you for? What will EAM remember you for? What will KIA remember you for? What kind of, are you salt? Are you light? Have you been added? What did you contribute? And the endless expectation of the creature, waiteth the manifestation of the sons of God. They, they are waiting for you to, to be revealed, to be manifested. Now, there are three things about you that must be added to the world. The world is waiting for your manifestation in three ways. Number one, the manifestation of your attributes. Number two, the manifestation of your anointing. And number three, the manifestation of your achievements. Three things, attributes, anointings, achievement. Your character must add something to the world. The fruit of the spirit in you. Your gentle nature, your wisdom, your understanding, your patient nature, your holiness, your righteousness. That you alone, since you joined that company, purity came into the company. When somebody becomes your friend, we know that you will influence the person with good manners, with good character. When somebody gets close to you, we are not afraid that you will corrupt the person. That is what you came to add to the world. Good attributes. You are peace. So you are a son of peace. Blessed are the peacemakers. For they shall be called the sons of God. Peace. So like Barnabas, you are a son of consolation. Your attributes are adding quality to the world. Character to the world. The world is waiting for people like that. To add character quality. Number two, your manifestation comes with your anointing. You must have an anointing. Ladies and gentlemen, I am a strong believer in gifts. I know people normally talk about, you know, you can be gifted but you don't have character. And people, too many people are gifted but they don't have character. I, I agree with that. But I can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, there are also too many average people in the world. Average. Anytime I was in a classroom in school, the average students were the majority. Average. And you come among Christians and it's average. Average apostles, average prophets, average pastors, average teachers, average evangelists. 
average church members but today God is moving you from average to excellence Daniel had an excellent spirit excellent spirit they compared them with others and they were way above I pray in the name of Jesus you will not be an average preacher you will not be an average pastor you will not be an average man of God listen anybody that can shout you will not be an average human being you are heavily anointed he said I have found David my servant with my holy oil have I anointed him the Bible talks about King Saul he said from his shoulders upwards he was higher than anybody else of course that was height wise but I believe apart from height the man was gifted I see you super gifted you will not be an average singer. There are too many average singers. Don't be an average singer. You can be the best singer in the world. It depends on how many hours you put into it. Where you tell yourself, I'm going to use music and turn the whole world upside down. King Saul was being tormented by some demons and they were looking for somebody to calm down the demons or cast out the demons. They didn't look for an evangelist. They didn't look for a pastor. They didn't look for a prophet. They wanted a singer. They said, look, let's look for a singer who can play the instrument well. And they went and brought David who could play the instrument well. That ended up in hanging him up in a palace. You know what? Sometimes what you call an ordinary gift is the thing that can bring you before kings. Seest thou a man that is diligent with his work, he shall stand before kings and he will not stand before mean men. Sometimes you know what? You must add your attributes. We've talked about that. But I'm staying on gift because you see, normally we talk about attribute. Then we use the attribute to undermine gift. Oh, it is not gifts we are looking for. We are looking for character. When you sit in a plane, is it character you are looking for or gift? A patient man flying a plane. Who is not gifted? And somebody who knows how to fly a plane, but has no patience. Which one will you join? You will join a patient man's plane. Even if he's stupid in flying aeroplane, you will get to your destination, but it will be in heaven, patiently. You know what? Especially the modern day church, because some people are very gifted and they misbehave with their gifts, we seem to play down on the gift of a person. When David appeared on the battlefield, what they wanted was somebody who could kill Goliath, not somebody with a good character. Now, watch this. I didn't see them walking about on the battlefield. Who is here who doesn't smoke cigarettes? Who is here who doesn't drink apetashi? Who is here who doesn't fornicate? Who is here who doesn't commit adultery? I didn't hear all that. They said, who can kill this giant? Listen to me. I believe in character. And I want to assume that when it comes to character, we have it intact. 
And I can tell you that as for Fountain Gate Chapel, our deficiency is not in the area of character, especially when it comes to our pastors. But I'm talking about a year of settlement where God is going to make our pastors super gifted, that the anointing is going to come upon you as a super gifted pastor who can preach, who can cast out devils, who can do the work of the ministry. Come on, shout a yes and press. Anointing, anointing, the capacity to do things. People that are anointed, your gift. Listen, don't operate your gift at an average level. If you are called to be a preacher, be the best preacher you should be. Be the best preacher. Get your hermeneutics right. Get your homiletics right. Understand your pulpit manners. Know how and what it means to use this pulpit and move people to another level. You see, if you want to be an effective pastor today, it's not a matter of just occupying the pulpit and preaching. No. You occupy this pulpit, you must understand that you are the regional minister of your region. You are the chief of your region. You are the chief security officer of your region. You must understand that when it comes to development, you must lead your people into development. You are the chief educator of your region. You are educating young people. You are bringing up young people. You must have the charisma. I believe in character, but I also believe in charisma. And I'm praying in the name of Jesus, may God give you the charisma may God give you the charisma may you be able to take your people and send them to the next level come on shout a yes and praise God your anointing attributes and anointings anointings power that when there are demons you can cast them out power that there's a prophet in the name of Jesus. I, recently I was talking to a family. And one of the family members said, Pastor, we want to thank you. That God has given you this gift of revelation. And you have used the gift to guide our family. And you have helped us to get to where we are. Because without your guidance, we would not have been where we are. And it was not my character that guided them. It was my gift. Of supernatural insight the ability to see and the ability to speak that is what I used to guide them I'm praying for somebody today in the name of Jesus may God give you the, the gift I know you have the character I know you have the attributes but may you have the gift the power the anointing listen may you sing and heaven is coming down may you pray and heaven is coming down may you preach and heaven is coming down may you do things for God and do it at another level that is adding something to the world. Come and clap your hands and press him in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Gifted. For unto us a child is born and unto us a son is given. A child and a son, and they 
and he added something to the world. What, what have you added to your family? These days, can we stop that thing? When they give birth to a child, they say, oh, then And as soon as they say, the person has a lizard in front of him. You know a lizard in front of you? You don't know lizard? Okay, that's okay. When he has a lizard in front of him, they say, hey! Simply because he's a male child with a lizard in front of him. Listen. Somebody who comes into the world and is born a male with that organ hanging in front of him is simply like a human being who has a lizard or wall gecko, depending on his complexion, in front of him. It means nothing. You want somebody who comes with the heart of a son or a daughter. And sometimes it will be a girl. A girl who can change the world. A world-changing girl. A world-changing man. That is what I'm talking about. I pray in the name of Jesus. May God make you that kind of person for your family. That kind of person for your business. That kind of person for the ministry. Anointings, giftings. Now, let me tell you this. If you leave your town and nothing changes, it means you are useless. No, some of you, let me ask you a question. If you leave your town today, what will change? And sometimes if you leave and after one week they have recovered from your absence, one macrank here. Man of God, the people who should appreciate your being in a town sometimes are not your church members but unbelievers. The whole world is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Listen, there are some of you, if you come to me today and you tell me for one reason or the other you are leaving the town, I'll put my hand on my head and start crying. Some of you too, I'll say kneel down right now. They should bring me 20 bottles of oil. To see you off because your going is a blessing. But you know, ladies and gentlemen, your gift must be said that when you leave a place, they will not recover because you have left. That is the anointing I'm praying that God will put on somebody's life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. That the Lord will anoint you, that the Lord will empower you, that the grace of the Lord will be upon you. You are the light of your city, you are the light of the world. And they don't light a light and put it under a bushel, but they put it on the lampstand so that the light will shine. I pray in the name of Jesus. May God take somebody and put you on the lampstand in the name of Jesus. Come on, shout it. Listen. You should be the pastor who will go to Apostle Danesiedu and say, sir, I'm resigning from Fountain Gate Chapel. And the man of God will say, then the ministry has closed now. But if you go and tell him, I'm resigning, and he says, when are you going? <laughs> then you say, oh, in six months time. Then you say, oh, I can feel an anointing in my hand. I want to anoint you now to leave. 
You should start crying. But your gift, your gift should be so strong. Oh, Jehovah. That people cannot live without that gift. Can you imagine that the, the boys who keep our grass around this church, Fred and David, if they come to me today and say, Daddy, we are not going to work. Or Pastor Mike comes to me and says, Fred and David, they say they are leaving the work. No, my heart will break. I will start asking, what are we going to do without them? But whenever you come to me and say you are resigning or you are going, and I ask you when, you should be very disturbed. But listen to me. May your gift be so powerful. Eh, I saw it. Me, maybe you. May joy. Now, Uja, I saw it. Now, why never Kayo? Since Uja, I mean Kayo, Minimu Dimbo. And you say, Wow, how? Bon, say, my use. And then, and then, they'll be walking about in town. They won't keep quiet, too. They'll be going everywhere. I've stopped the church. I've stopped the church. Me, that church, I have stopped. And who missed you? If you were gifted, and every Sunday, you're holding a microphone and worshiping. Every week, Saturday, you are cleaning the floor. Every Saturday, you are ushering. Every Sunday, you are ushering. Oh, every time you are under this basement and you are praying and praying and praying, then you are behind the instrument and you are mixing instrument. You are mixing sound. Assuming you are in a marriage, let's say you are a very troublesome wife. You are a very troublesome wife. And then one day you pack your things. You are leaving the house. And you go to your husband. You are pulling two suitcases. And your husband says, Ajua, now who can you? If you are who can Yeah, and in a uko, awariyanu mejai. Two bags. Then your husband says, Mami mom pay mau, nyami shirao. Mami shirao, na ko. But I don't think why you're here. Move away, you're here. Iradi, yawa dawase. Say, Mami, you are children of mine. Well, leading no. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And they are the daughters of God. Father, we see her off in peace. In the mighty name of Jesus. check his name. You are going to be very disturbed. Or maybe you are a husband and you go to your wife and you say, um, we are preparing divorce. I'm preparing divorce papers. I want to divorce you. Then the woman says, when? Sir, can we hurry? I'm in a hurry. Bring the paper. Because for this woman, you are a liability to her. And I'm praying that you, you, your gifting, your anointing, and your character, attributes and anointings, will be so much that when you leave, you have caused major heartbreak. Now, let me go to achievements. You see, the earnest expectation of the creature, waiting the manifestation of the sons of God. You must achieve something. Your achievements must add something to the world before you leave. Everybody say, my achievements. Come on, say it again. My achievements. What have you achieved? What are your achievements? What have you added to the world? Your achievements. Your achievements. The things you do. I told you, I saw it in a revelation. Trees were appearing and they were being planted. Purple. Guava. 
mango. Those three are so. And other trees being planted. And the Lord said, these ones are adding something to life. Ask my people, ever since they were created, ever since they were born, ever since they came into the world, what have they added to the world? What have you added? Anybody who builds a building, you have added something. Anybody whose character influenced another person and the person changed for good, you have added something. So maybe my mom, my mom did not build a house. My mother did not build a house. My father built something. Of course, it was a joint effort. But I know mostly it was my dad who built the house. But I can tell you, my mother built a man. My mother built a man. My mother built a man. Every one of you in this world, you leave something. You add something. You build something. And I'm praying that you will achieve a lot. Achievement is, achievement is what, when you do things that change the quality of human beings' life. That means you came and, and after you are dead and gone, people will look at things and they will remember that you did this and you did that and you did that and you did that and you did that. May you be that kind of person. Determined today that in your manifestation, you will be uncovered and you will make an impact in life. You will leave monuments. You will leave structures. You will leave things. Oh boy, that is why we build desert pastures. That is why we build the summer house. That is why we build the EAM. Welcome, Cortez. We must leave something.